So guys, good morning. The passage that we're going to look at is Isaiah 50, verse 4 to 9. Okay, so Isaiah 50, 4 to 9. If you want to pull up your uh, Bible app plan right now or your Bible, just did my quick study there uh, last night. And we're going we're gonna to talk about something really exciting today, actually. And it's, uh, it's something that's so, it's so sexy about our faith. It's something that I'm excited to talk about. And uh, thank you, Pastor Austin, for giving me this. And we're, we're talking about suffering today. So what a, what a great way to start the morning <laughs> and, and to give me that of all, of all things. So, so good. But we're going to be talking about suffering and we're going to look at one of the pro, uh, prophetic um, passages from Isaiah uh, in this context uh, per se. So Isaiah 50, 4 to 9. Let's get ready. This passage is interesting because I was I was doing quick study last night and it's um the third song of the servant song and uh, other ways that you can say it is it's it's often called like a servant poem so it's like poetry um but the last one I was as I was looking at this it, it was I saw it's, all, it's also called songs of the suffering uh songs of the suffering servant and it's talking about Jesus obviously and how he is this servant of God and how he is facing he knew the plans and he knew God's plan and he was looking at it and he's like, you know what? He is, he is this obedient servant and he was willing to do what the father asked of him, despite knowing what it is. And it's an incredible story. So I'm going to read it first. Let me see. What other context can I, can I share to you guys? So it's a prophetic text that speaks of Jesus, the servant. And often this, I, this word servant is used for Jesus. So it's, it's a way to describe Jesus in these texts. So, um, and the main idea here, like I said, is we're going to look at Jesus and suffering and why he did what he did for us. And we're, as we're heading into this Holy Week, Good Friday and Easter weekend, it's a powerful reminder for us. So let me read it. I'm rambling. Here we go. And I'm reading from uh, the NLT version, um, just what I have in my Bible app plan. So I just copy pasted it here in my notes. So let's read it together. The sovereign Lord has given me his words of wisdom so that I know how to comfort the weary. That's Jesus for you. Morning by morning, he wakens me and opens my understanding to his will. The sovereign Lord has spoken to me and I have listened. I have not rebelled or turned away and he could have. I offered my back to those who beat me. And my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I don't, I don't have a beard, but we get, the, uh, we get the picture here. I did not hide my face from mockery and spitting. Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a stone, determined to do his will. Powerful stuff. And I know that I will not be put to shame. The hope, the trust that he had in the Father. Verse eight, he who gives me justice is near. Who will dare to bring charges against me now? Where are my accusers? Let them appear. Verse nine, last one. See, the sovereign Lord is on my side. Who will declare me guilty? All my enemies will be destroyed like old clothes that have been eaten by moths. And, you know, just my share, honestly, is this like, we see what Jesus is all about and we know the story and we're heading to Easter. And we're going to read about what Jesus and why he did all of that. You know, he was sent by the father to fulfill this plan and he was so obedient to do it. You know, despite, again, like I said, knowing that the, knowing the suffering that he was going to face, you know, I, I, I love this, this cry, this realness of Jesus, because one of the questions that I often ask is like, why did God have to send Jesus and suffer and go through that and be flesh? 
And I think like it's because of these moments as we're doing in community and we're able to read in our Bibles and our devotions is how we can relate to Jesus because he was human. He was flesh like us, but the only difference was that he was God and he was a perfect sacrifice. He had no sin. But, you know, in one of those moments, um, I think, yeah, I might botch this, but, you know, he said, Eli, Eli, Sabachthani. And it's like a real raw cry out to God. He was feeling all of the pain, all of the suffering, all of those spitting as he was carrying the cross, the mockeries, as the text would say, he faced all of that. And, um, and he, but he was so focused, right? His vision wasn't blurred from the Father's plan. And he said, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm crying out to you and I can, I'm feeling everything, everything that the, the, the society and humans and our sin and our brokenness, he felt all of that in that moment. But he said, and he cried out to God, right? He was being real, like we would in moments of prayer. I remember, often when I pray, where I'm, when I'm crying out to God, I'm like, God, why? You know, we look at this past year, COVID, the injustice, you know, I just, I was so pained by a video that I, I saw yesterday of a Filipino, a Filipino woman that just got, that was just uh, brutally, brutally beaten. Um, it, it's so, it's so rough when we see evil lurking and Jesus was aware of all of these things. I remember uh, I was reading something and, and um, it was powerful. It really moved me where somebody had said like, you know, Jesus, you know, Rich, when Jesus was hanging on the cross, he saw you. He saw us, he saw our suffering, he saw this moment right here. And what I'm facing today, you know, whatever that is with COVID, the health, the injustice, everything, all that emotional stuff that we feel, the physical brokenness, the sin, all of that, he sees that and he goes, Father, I'll do it. I'll do it for Rich, I'll do it for you, I'll do it for, you know, he knew everything that was gonna happen, COVID, nothing was a surprise to him and he saw all of that. He said, for your will, God, your will, be done and he was willing to he felt every pain every sin every suffering every brokenness and he said i'll bear it today and he suffered not because he was guilty because of the you know the governments back then and whatever people in power said he was guilty but we knew he wasn't he was he was perfect he had no sin he bared it all and he bared our sin he was guilty because of our sin and he and he did it he still did it and he was willing to just be this obedient servant to God. He showed that, but here, here's the wonderful hope though, because we know the story. I'm not gonna take away from Pastor Jonathan and his story and what he's gonna be sharing this weekend, but man, like uh, that's not the end of it, right? Through the suffering and through even death, he, he crushed it. He looked death in the eyes and he said, nah, you're, you're done today. This is the end of you. And I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show us that um, death isn't the, the end suffering is in the end and that there's hope there's an anchor in jesus that we can hold on to that he knew us he knew whatever it is that you're facing today whatever suffering you're facing today whatever thoughts whatever emotional health whatever is future all these doubts and questions and things that we're facing today in our society he knew all of that and we can hold on to him because he loves us he bear our sin and he um he's powerful enough to defeat death and we can hold on to that so whatever suffering that you may be facing today there's a hope in Jesus and, you know, the flexing that he did in the cro uh, on the grave when he rolled that rock is just a big proof to say, you know, Rich, whatever it is you're facing today, whatever you guys are facing today, I, I got you. I got your back and I'm willing to do this because I, this is what I'm here for. This is why he died on the cross for us.
and he did it for you and he did it for me because of his tremendous, amazing love and grace. So I'm going to wrap it up with that. And like I said, um, you know, just I, I was so touched by that. Just reminded that even through my suffering, I can hold on to Jesus. That there's hope. There's a powerful hope that we can hold on to in the midst of the storm or whatever it is that you're facing. So let's pray. Let me wrap it up real quick. I don't want to take too much of your time this morning. Well, Father, I just thank you. Uh, Jesus, I, I thank you for this wonderful truth, God, that um, you even showed us that we can cry out to you because you're a loving father. You know, to say, God, why, why, have, does, why does it feel like you have forsaken us and you haven't? And you showed us that and you, your presence is always with us and you carry us through different difficulties and, um, you know, whatever circumstances that we may be facing, God, you are here with us. And so, God, I pray for, for just different moments that we are suffering, God, shape our character through it. Help us to hold on to faith. Help us to not be blurred by the noises and the storm and the, the distractions that may be around us. But help us to just, as you did, focus on your will. Focus on who you are, Jesus. Focus on your strength and your power and your wisdom and your love and your grace. And help us to replicate that in our lives. Help us to do that to others in our lives. But help us to hold on to you. God, some of us are in the midst of it, just in the thick of it, in the thick of the suffering. And I think about COVID and, you know, all these different issues with health, physical, mental, spiritual, our church family going through loss, death. And, but God, help us to be reminded that it's not, that's not, that's not game over for you. It's just the beginning of hope. And so Jesus, we hold on to you. And as, as we look to the cross, as we, as we look to this weekend, God, help us to see you in just a new, fresh way to rejuvenate our, our, our faith, to rejuvenate our, our love for you, God, and help us to, to hold on once more to the, to, to, to the anchor that is, that, that is able to just hold us still. Help us to focus on you, God, and more importantly, in the midst of this, help us to be loved to the city, to the people around us, to our neighbors, through Love Army, through Alpha, whatever it is that we're doing, God, help us to show that hope and love that is in you. And may that be the story that we hold on to this week. And may that be the story that we tell others through our actions and our, our words. We love you, Jesus, and we thank you for these, these, moments, these moments of community. And uh, we love you and we do it for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. So this will be reposted. Hopefully encourage you. Hey, have a great day. I know it's raining out there, but you know, uh, it's good for the plants and if you like that chilly weather that sweater weather, you know rock the sweaters and uh, enjoy the day So God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining me